Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we pick a random subreddit and talk about the- No, fuck! (laughs) 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 How did that- It's been so long! Freaking got him. (laughs) Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we explore the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff, uh, Laserbeam Kowalski. (laughs) I'm Louisa M. Bison Heron. I was gonna go... This is the worst intro we've ever done. (laughs) I was gonna go with Laser Brain, but I think I did that last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. tropical laser beams. Laser yep. laser brain is an insult in Star Wars. Yes, That's and Taserface really Face is a character in Guardians of the Galaxy as a result. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't like either one of those. They're not I very good. about him, Taser Face. Yeah, it's all very stupid. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, you really need to start coming up with your nicknames a little bit further ahead of time. <laughs> no. I Did I throw you off by fucking up the intro? Oh yeah, as bad no, that's as I possibly could. One hundred percent being left in there <laughs> to, pun- <laughs> to punish you for your hubris. <laughs> I mean, like, I kind of thought you were going to say, "And I'm Jeff." Definitely not editing that out, Kowalski. <laughs> I like that uh, you said it so fast while we were talking about other things to surprise us, but then the one you surprised the most was yourself. I can't believe that I still have the seeing Reddit one in my brain. We did a lot of episodes of that show. Yeah, I guess we did, huh? <sighs> you know, when you start a new job and you answer it by saying the name of your old job when you answer the phone, because you... I haven't done that, but I also haven't started a new job in a long time, have, so maybe I would. Have you yeah. ever accidentally called a teacher mom? <laughs> <laughs> That's just you, Jeff. It's got that kind of energy about it, too. Yep. Jeff, now you are the mom teacher, <laughs> or you realize. like, yeah. you're, you're at home and you raise your hand at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I we had to do that just to get a word in. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Our family wasn't like that. Your father would yeah. blow that little whistle and then you would all sing a song. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a good pull, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those kids had some very good discipline, I will say that. That's true. Yeah, you can't fault them for that. Yep. Um, and, and none of them ended up becoming Nazis, right? Hell if I know. Uh, one, one of them almost. definitely almost married a Nazi. Yeah. I don't think she ended up with him, does she? Is no, that the sequel to I Married an Axe Murderer? Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you're a bunch of blonde children during the rise of the Third Reich and you get a 100% hit rate of not joining the Nazis, you did okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were in... That's the Marlette movie, probably. They were in probably. one of the, the nice uh, countries full of, uh, like, Aryan purebloods. Wait, what? Yeah, didn't he turn out to be problematic, actually? Uh, Mr. Von Trapp, Captain Von Trapp, the real he one. He sings that song at the Nazi rally about how much he loves his homeland, but yeah, he, he's I just think... doing it as a smokescreen so they can escape, right? Uh, I don't think that part's true. <laughs> like, I think he thinks there's some nuance there. The real guy, I mean. I also, really wish I'd seen this movie in the last 20 years. <laughs> I can't really speak to his politics, because I have no idea what I'm talking yeah. about. I think he starts out being, a, like, on the Nazi side and then realizes that they're shitty and bad. In mm. the movie, yes. In real life, I'm saying, I don't oh. think it's that clear. Yes. I, I, I consistently forget that that's based on real people. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was in that time when, when they made movies based on real people, they changed so much that, like, it wasn't really based on anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, those people must have still been alive when they made the No, they weren't still alive when they made the movie. They might have been. Wait. No, he died in 47. The kids. Oh. The kids, the kids, the kids, the kids probably were, yeah. 
Yeah, they were kids at the time. There, some of them were 16 going on 17. Son <laughs> told me. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that was supposed to be a bragging about how old he was. Yes, but also was, she was that saying was that. the oldest of the kids. No, that was the Nazi. This is Liesl no, well, singing with the Nazi. She was 15 going on 16 in that song, right, and yes, she was okay. the oldest of the kids. Okay, mm. you're right. Yes. Okay. The oldest, yes. What are we... <laughs> <laughs> what did you We're do? arguing about agreeing with each other. Okay, that sounds like us. All right, now let's figure out uh, uh, got, Singing in the Rain. Uh, it's the best movie ever made. Next? It is a oh, great movie. Oh, wow, I've never seen it. I keep hearing that it's really, really good. It yes. is. It's the probably is, the best musical movie of all time. Yes, huh. the thing is, though, if you're really into the idea of plot or a deep emotional connection, you might not enjoy it so much. No, I'm being quite serious, but I love in a movie aesthetic and, like, uh, choices, stylistic choices. I so like I the it. very sort of smooth, easygoing plot of Debbie Reynolds just kind of trying to make it as an actor, and then she does. Yes. <laughs> the end. That is very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like why I like the movie um, That Thing You Do So Much, because there's so many things mm-hmm. that could go wrong and cause yeah. plot and incidents, but they don't. Everything works out. So when not I a saw f- that movie, there were so many times. When they get that first guy who's like, hey, I could be your agent if you kids want, I was like, oh, he's gonna screw them out of money. He didn't. Yeah. And then when uh, the bass player's like, oh, I think I'm in love with this uh, African-American singer. I'm like, oh, shit, those Marines are going to beat him up. No, they went to a theme park together. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are, are not a fan of A Star is Born? <laughs> haven't seen I haven't it. seen it. Oh, really? There's four of them, and they're all the same thing, but it's uh, yeah. someone yeah, gets successful, and then a lot of sad things happen. Well, hold on. It- hold on, though. You say it's all the same thing, but I have heard for the most recent one, they take away the extremely important element, which is an older man mentors a younger woman and they have a relationship and it's a little bit fucked up that he starts to resent her success. And I've heard the most recent movie doesn't lean on that in the correct way. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Like, okay. um, he, it's def, the movie is definitely positioning it so that we agree that the, like, successful stuff she's making is, like, garbage. Yeah. Um, even though he's still being a dick about it. I was actually surprised when I went back and, like, read about the original 30s one. It, mm. like, there were beats that were straight up lifted out of the original and put into this modern 2018 one. Do you think they're going to do a remake of Singing in the Rain sometime? Because that could be good. I'm sure they will. I don't think it'll be good, though. With Channing Tatum. Yeah, he'd be good. I don't think he'd be good. It'd be okay. We don't have any other triple threats, do we? (laughs) Uh, What about Danny Glover? No. Donald Glover. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I fucked that up every time. Oh, man. Donald Glover would be really good in a musical. I would love to see that. Donald Glover would be, as long as we didn't try to make it at all historically accurate, Donald Glover would be great as the, like, slapstick friend who is, like, an amazing Oh, yeah, make him laugh. Yeah. Oh, what about Usher, then, as the star? Ooh. He's he's, he's a so threat. he's so charmless. He's like, yeah, but yeah, if, you, if you look back at it, the character of oh shit, <laughs> I'm gonna get all confused with actor and character names. So I'm not gonna do that. The main character uh, is kind of like a blank page. You don't need to care that much about him. No, but he's Dick Van Dyke. No, uh, who is it? Gene Kelly. <laughs> Gene, is it Gene Kelly? Who is it? The main guy is Gene Kelly. The second yes. guy is Donald O'Connor. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, my point is, he's Gene Kelly, so he's just naturally very charming. Yeah, exactly. Even though though the character doesn't have a whole lot going on, you really like him and want him to succeed, which is good, because he spends almost the whole movie, like, sort of smugly making fun of, uh... 
of Debbie Reynolds for being a failure. Yeah. The, yeah. the only, a- I can think of like a handful of actors who have that sort of natural classical charm with someone like a George Clooney definitely has right. it. Um, but he's, you know, old now and I don't think he can sing and dance. Ryan Gosling, maybe? The thing is. He's that- scary to me. <laughs> The thing is that Donald sounds like an old man name, so when you want to say Danny Glover, because Danny is a young man. Yeah, Danny is a name that a child would have. Yes, exactly, so... Oh, that's true. I, I've been... That I've been makes going, me think of that 30 Rock joke with uh, uh, Michael Sheen saying, my name's Wesley Snipes. Look at the two of us. Who should be the one named Wesley Snipes? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good point. I um, I have been listening to Dr. Sleep, which is Stephen King's sequel to The Shining, and the way they differentiate between modern day the guy and uh, flashback the guy is he's Dan when he's an adult, and he's Danny when he's uh, the little kid. Yeah, makes sense. See, that makes sense. Yeah. So he should. So yeah. I, are we going to start calling Glover him Dan? By Donnie Glover, I'd remember his fucking name. We're going to start calling calling Danny Glover Daniel Dan Glover. Yeah, Dan Glover yeah. and Donnie Glover. This is how. This is the only way I'll ever get them straight. Like when people say Bobby De Niro. Yeah, no, I exactly. don't like it. I, no, Rob. <laughs> All of this is bad. It's my friend Rob De Niro. <laughs> All right, uh, Louisa, what did you do this week? Uh, not much. We had a big corporate visit at work, so I've been working like overtime and stuff, but then I dipped out early on Friday, and it is Labor Day weekend. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. You guys doing anything for the actual weekend? Because I really am not. Um, I love it. Say, uh, the, hold on, let me mute my echo so that it doesn't hear me. Oh, it hurt me say that. It hurt me say its name. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, can uh, you? <laughs> oh, my God, Jeff, you're falling apart. <laughs> yeah, uh. I'm going to say uh, Echo Shuffle Songs by Pete Seeger, and then I'm going to play video games all day, probably. <laughs> That's pretty good. Who is Pete Seeger? Uh, he is an old lefty uh, guy who sings a lot of union-themed folk songs. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm so- going to listen to Alice's Restaurant by Arlo Guthrie on repeat all day, because it's <laughs> full of hippies. Mm-hmm. Why Have not? you ever heard that song? Do you guys know that song? Yeah, I, but I've not heard well. The name of it. Like, I like that song, and yet that song is about the worst fucking human beings on the planet. Yeah, you got to go wow. back a little further and listen to Woody Guthrie. Um, well, I'm not done talking about Alice's Restaurant. Do you know the basic plot of it? No. Mm, I don't remember it right now. So he goes to stay with some friends for Thanksgiving, and his friends run a restaurant. And they have a room in their restaurant where they've just been putting all of their trash bags for years. Is this just- a creepypasta? <laughs> no, this is this. well, maybe. I mean, maybe in a, in a lot of ways, Alice's Restaurant is the first creepypasta. Okay. There's, there's some old mannequins back there, and they look like beloved childhood characters <laughs> from your past. Yes. Uh, so they have a room that's full of garbage from ceiling to floor, and so mm-hmm. they load up a bunch of uh, trash bags into the back of Arlo Guthrie's van, and then he takes it to a cliff and throws the trash bags off <laughs> the cliff. It's very funny. And then uh-huh. he gets arrested for doing that, which is good. Uh, and the, the, di- oh, this is a spoiler for the end of this song from 45 years ago, uh-huh. just in case anyone's worried. Um, at the end, he, they tried to draft him to be in the Vietnam War, uh, but he's a convicted felon, so they won't take him. So he gets out of going to the war by, uh, having been arrested for littering, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was a felony? Throwing trash bags off a cliff is a felony? Throwing that much trash <laughs> off of a cliff is, apparently. 
Yeah, and this okay. was this. I I have the page up for it. This was a true song, a true thing. This happened yep. to the songwriter. Ha! Huh, yep. Interesting. The trouble is, when I think of Alice's Restaurant, I always uh, meld that in my mind with scenes from an Italian restaurant. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, that's really the mashup we've all been waiting for, girl talk. Make that mashup and put it at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. Yeah, the one you. That you just can't do it back to me. I did it to you. You can't do it back to me. No I don't take think backs. That's no tag backs. Uh, you didn't say that in time, though, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn. You're right. You're right. That's the rules. Yep. Anyway, I'm not going to do anything except for sleep all day. Yeah, that's also my plan. And uh, I did some stuff with friends yesterday. Now I'm not doing anything. It's pretty great. That's all I need. One thing in a weekend, plenty. Plenty for me. Yep. The main thing I like to structure my weekend around is if I'm going to make any kind of specialty food for the holiday. Yes. And I don't know what the Labor Day food is, but if you guys have suggestions, I'm open to it. Um, something that cooks in the slow cooker, because it's easy, is what I say. Hot dogs and hamburgers. No. In the slow cooker? <laughs> Not in oh the slow God. cooker. Mine was a separate Until they suggestion. Turned to mush. <laughs> Yeah, you got yeah, I mean, I made this hot dog <laughs> slurry. You got uncooked. That's what, a, that's what a real authentic sloppy Joe is. Yeah. <laughs> hot extremely sloppy Joe. You take <laughs> the sloppiest possible Joe. You take <laughs> You take a raw uh, hamburger patty, oh, you put it on a bun with all the toppings, and you stack five of these in the slow cooker and turn it on until you're dead. You know, I've seen a lot of viral YouTube videos of people blending a Happy Meal and drinking it. I've never seen anyone putting an entire bucket of KFC into the slow cooker until it turns into a sludge. <laughs> oh boy, just I keep, hate this. Just keep adding... Uh, milk to it until it melts. <laughs> Keep adding Baja Blast Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> That's the authentic Labor Day experience. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, just go to Taco Bell on Labor Day. Yeah. Yep. I also thought, what should I get to make for uh, Labor Day weekend? And then I realized, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I won't get anything. And maybe there'll be a special on pizza or something tomorrow. <laughs> Labor Day is like a communist holiday, right? Yes. Should I do borscht or something? Uh, borscht tastes bad? Did you yeah, that? that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think you there's could do- good. There's good Russian food. You yeah, could get is, away with doing maybe like uh, some kind of Eastern European sausages. <laughs> but they were fascists, <laughs> not communists. No, Italy was fascists, but all of those Soviet bloc nations like Ukraine and Yugoslavia and Poland? Did they get Poland uh, eventually? I mean, they were all taken over by the fascists. We need to stop talking about this, because we sound like idiots. <laughs> so what else? No, after know? World War II, I meant. Was, did oh, Poland get absorbed by the Soviet Union? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think no, but wrong. they were still on that side of the Iron Curtain. Mm, they were, were within they? the sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah, so... Iron Curtain is way too cool a name for that complicated political concept. All of it was. Remember Reagan's Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was just trying to piggyback on the, the movie, on the the hype for the prequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. It would be funny if it wasn't true that he was just trying to piggyback on the excitement about Star Wars for a yes, fucking monstrous uh, defense program. Yep. Did we uh, ever make those satellites that could laser people from space? No, wink? <laughs> you, why are you winking when you say that? Tell <laughs> Sorry, the truth. it's involuntary. Tell the truth. 
<laughs> I don't know how. Uh, yeah, we probably did. Sure. You saw that. Cares? You saw that dumbass picture that Donald Trump tweeted out that everyone was like, "Oh shit, we have satellites that can do this," and he's like, "No, we don't." Oh, yeah. No, I don't listen to him. Okay. I'm much better off. Yeah. He, he again violated national security by accidentally tweeting out a satellite picture that was way better resolution than anyone thought we had the capability of doing. Shock. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about that now or ever. What you need to eat is bread and roses. The end. Ew, roses. I'm not eating roses. <laughs> <laughs> you ate those cupcakes I made that had rose frosting on top. Um, I ate a, a bite of one. I don't particularly like that. Jen really liked those, but I hate flower-flavored things. Okay, well. Yeah. If wow. you ask one of us, so, the tr- the, they'll always tell the truth, and the other one will always tell a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes I know, sense. I know Jeff did a bunch of things this week, so I'm gonna throw it off to Matt so that Jeff can have more time to talk at the end. Matt, what did you do this past week? Uh, okay, let's see. What did I do this week? Um, okay, yeah. this is... <laughs> This is dumb and bad, but it maybe we'll get something out of it. So there was a bunch of sales on video games this week, and yep. one of them was for the entire Dragon Ball Z video game yeah. uh, series. And so I was like, yeah, for $4, I could get a Dragon Ball Z game. I haven't played one since, like, GameCube, but I bet that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got Dragon Ball Z... Was the dumb name of this thing? Budokai Tenkaichi. Uh, no, that one was on PlayStation Two or something. I got Xenoverse Two. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess there's two different parallel threads of Dragon Ball Z games. There's the Xenoverse ones, which are more like RPGs, and then there's the um, Fighter Z series, which are more like fighting games. Yeah, that's a that's a new one from the people who make Guilty Gear. Yes. So anyway, I got the. Uh, Xenoverse 2, and it's fine. What I want to say is, they've made so many of these games, and they all just rehash the plot of the same TV series that ended when I was nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ugh. what, couldn't, why can't they just do more? Do another thing? Fighter Z has an original plot that takes place during Dragon Ball Super. Was Dragon Ball Super after Dragon Ball Z? That's the one that's currently going. And that's after Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Because they also had a prequel series in there at some point. Well, they had GT, which was a sequel, but made by different people. Um, GT was the one where he turned into a baby again? Yeah. Uh, Super is the, like, canonical sequel that ignores GT, and it's made by the guy who created the series. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I really liked that show when I was a teenager. I never watched it, and even yeah. though they all had food names, it held no interest for me. <laughs> I've never seen a single episode, but I played Budokai 2 on the PlayStation, like, through most of it, so I know the plot. I will say the best thing about the TV series, which isn't reflected in any of the games at all, is the fact that very often they had episodes that were, like, even more of a joke than the whole rest of the series was. Like, the one where Goku has to get his driver's license is extremely good <laughs> yeah. and funny. But I thought it was set in a time before, or possibly another planet, where there weren't cars? Are no, there it's, cars? it's modern no. day. Oh it's, my it's god. It's maybe, like, not-too-distant future. Oh yeah, there's, oh, there's definite sci-fi elements because of Capsule Corp. Yeah. I thought we were talking about fantasy feudal Japan this whole time. No. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's heavily inspired by Into the West... Journey to the West. Journey to the West, I meant. Um, but I know there's like, aliens, but I thought they were old tiny aliens. <laughs> uh, no, the main character is an alien. 
Yeah, almost everyone is an alien. There's only, like, two human characters in the show. Okay. It's like a retelling of Journey to the West initially, and then later, they're like, time skip, Goku's an adult, and also, yes. by the way, he's been a space alien all along, and now it's a sci-fi series that has nothing to do with the source There's material. also a very funny Weird. episode where Gohan first goes to high school, and he is the he is a person who is able to punch the planet in half, but he wants to just be a normal high school student, so he keeps going off to fight crimes, and they edit all that part out, so you just see him failing at high school, and that's also very funny. <laughs> That's what Smallville should have been, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that it was like ten years before Smallville, and it had exactly as much humorous content as the entire series Smallville had. Uh, <laughs> at what point in Smallville did he stop being in high school? Did it progress in real time, or was he a high school student for ten years? No, it progressed, I don't know about real time, but he mm-hmm. does graduate high school and then gets an internship at the Daily Planet, which is like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> This is too early for this. Yeah, that must be like, what, season three or something where he's out, or? No, he's he's a freshman in the first season. Jesus. Four years before he graduates. (laughs) Stretching credulity. Did Clark Kent canonically go to college for journalism? I guess he would have, huh? I don't think he goes to college. I think he just goes straight to being an intern. <laughs> he does the thing that uh, the greatest generation wants you to do, is just show up at the work and be like, I I am hungry for this job, sir. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, he went I, to Metropolis University. Oh, he does go to university. I don't yeah. remember that part. Uh, I don't know about in Smallville. I just Googled oh. Clark Kent College. And Let got- me tell you, <laughs> Metropolis University sounds like an extremely fake online university <laughs> that steals your money. Absolutely. It's the University <laughs> of Krypton Online. Guys. <laughs> guys, we've been looking for a way to defraud a large number of people out of uh-huh. their money. Yes. I think we should start an online university called Metropolis University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. We will have Superman logos on our merchandise, so people will want that, and then we will somehow avoid copyright infringement, question mark. We won't get Because we will have all the S's backwards. Oh, good. Uh, And at the bottom of the homepage, it will say, none of these courses will teach you to be a superhero, and then a a winky emoticon. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarro Superman is our spokesperson. Yeah. Yes. Um... (laughs) I think that if we did this, Warner Brothers would send the real Superman to punch us into the sun. <laughs> we would get punched. So, but we've also been wanting to figure out a way to meet the real Superman. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, well, if I if I'm going to have any superhero kill me, it's going to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, not Big Barda. <laughs> oh yeah, probably Big Big Barda. But she's left her killing days behind her since she got out of the torture pits of Apocalypse. Yeah, but I bet if you really antagonized her wiener of a husband, uh, scot-free Mr. Miracle, <laughs> you, she would still snap your uh, neck with her powerful thighs if you wanted. Yeah, she'd be like, no, it's more efficient to have a smaller husband. You can't make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we are getting so deep into the dumbest like arc of comic books ever. <laughs> I... I find it aspirational that uh, Scott Free is a loser wiener with a giant wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love my giant alien wife. <laughs> when I was in high school, kids good. used to make fun of me for my attraction to giant alien wives. Yep, you got it. <sighs> yes, we've all got everything figured out now. What were we talking about before we were talking about any superhero? Hell, if I know. Dragon okay. Ball Z. Oh, and- games! Yeah, I remember now. I found the lifeline back. 
Yes. So the game's uh, so great- anyway, I played through most of this game, and it's fine. Oh, good. Oh, okay, cool. It's, most, it's mostly just a game where you, like... Here's the thing, though, is that a lot of the game is about you making your own character, and then they, like, train with all of the, the characters from the show to learn all their powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. That seems less, like, fun and dumb than playing as, you know, Vegeta or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, is the character creator, like, really elaborate? Can you get pretty deep with your OC here? Not terribly. Mm. I think there's, like, 30 or 40 options in each of the categories, like hair and face and body and stuff. So, I mean, it it's there, but it's not, it's not very granular. It's mix and what match, is- but there's no sliders. Mm. Correct. Okay. Um, I do think that it's very cool. This is the first game that I've played in the Dragon Ball game series where the, like, race you choose your character to be affects which moves they can learn. Mm. So if you choose to play as a Saiyan, you can learn to go Super Saiyan and do, like, Gallic Gun and stuff, all Vegeta's moves. But if you choose to be uh, one of the Majin race, like Majin Buu, you're a big purple uh, marshmallow man, <laughs> and you learn like dumb moves, like turning people into candy bars and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Dragon Ball's real stupid. Can you be whatever Cell is? Uh, android? No, you cannot. Is Cell an android? Yes. Huh? Why does he look like that? Oh my god, Jeff! Did you even play these games or watch this show? Uh, I don't remember the Cell arc very well. I remember the Saiyan oh, arc. Okay, Cell uh, is the Cell is the first android created by the the guy from the Red Ribbon Army, who is part bio- biological and part mechanical, and he has the ability to absorb the powers of anyone he eats. So he starts out as a big bug, and then every time he eats someone, he uh, adds their DNA to his own. Okay. That's very weird. Okay, can, he looks like a dinosaur. Can you be a Frieza? Yes, you can be a Frieza. Okay. And I assume you can be a Namekian. Yes, you can also be a Namekian. Cool. What have you chosen to be? Uh, I chose to be a Saiyan, because they're the the main ones. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well. But... <laughs> <laughs> I I think I might if I ever do play again I'm gonna choose to be a boo because they're so dumb. <laughs> I wanted to see what um race Frieza is and it doesn't seem to be listed. Um, but I really like when I scrolled down on the Dragon Ball wiki here that he has death dates and there's five of them. <laughs> yes, that happens a lot. <laughs> he dies like every two or three years. I do appreciate the fact that after he got killed the first time, he got resurrected as, like, a million-dollar man style, and then he died in one episode the second time yeah. when he came back. Oh, he's five feet two in his final form. We stand a short king. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, it's fine. It's a For $4, it was a good game. That's good. Yeah. I mean, for, for $4, anything's good. <laughs> I don't know. There, there have definitely been some $4 games that I've played and been like, this was not worth it. I got a $4 donut that I was like, this is no better than Dunkin' Donuts donut. How dare they do this oh, to me? Oh, everything's better than Dunkin' Donuts donuts, though. <laughs> no, I disagree. I mean, I like Dunkin' Donuts donuts, but they are not donuts. I if have, you get like, a donut that little, costs... They're small, round cakes. If you get a donut that costs $4 and you're not impressed, that is a waste of $4. That's true. Donuts are ve- are barely worth it at the best of times. I keep Disagree. thinking about that donut I had in Chicago, and it was, like, the best donut I've ever tasted and maybe ever will taste. That was a good-looking donut. It was just, like, an old-fashioned uh, buttermilk-flavored glazed donut. 
It was the windiest donut you've ever had. Uh-huh. Tasted like Malort. <laughs> it had big shoulders. Anyway, what did you do this week, Jeff? Uh, I had a whole weekend of adventures, uh, solo adventures, because I um, am about to start working again at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh boy, that's always a bummer. But anyway, I went on Friday to see The Matrix for its 20th anniversary in the theater. Mm, How does it hold up? Uh, I don't really... I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, I think that it's better now than it could have possibly been 20 years ago. Hmm. Because we're past the, um, we're past anyone thinking any of the stuff in it is genuinely cool and to the point um, where it's like a little half ironic <laughs> and funny. Um, I mean, there's a whole internet movement of shitheads who still very much ascribe to the whole yeah. pill choice thing. That's fine. Um, I mean, it's not... that Those guys suck. What I mean is, I don't think that diminishes... <laughs> oh, it's from cool. Jeff Kowalski. They're fine. Yeah. Those guys are fine. There's fine people on both sides. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, like, those guys are a bunch of dickheads, but I don't think that they drag down the initial work, really. Okay. Yeah, it's very weird to me. I, it may have even been you who said this, Jeff, but somebody pointed out to me that, like, the... The Matrix is such a um, progressive, like, anti-fascist movie directed by uh, queer people and starring lots of people of color and all kinds of different diversity and stuff. And the fact that it's become, that it is so revered by and become a touchstone for, like, extremely regressive right-wing shitheads is very bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Um that happened with Fight Club and American Psycho also. Yeah, but yeah. those ones those ones were those ones knew what they were doing because they were like, haha, we love fascism. Wink. Like, I'm being sarcastic, but like idiots don't know what sarcasm is. So they were whereas in this one it's like, no no no, extremely cool guy, Keanu Reeves punches some fascists very hard in the head <laughs> yeah. and it's good. Yeah, well, I think they got the, they have taken the message where you can't trust what you see, and like, that's as far as they took it. Because uh-huh. if, if you deeply believe that message, you can convince yourself that anything is false. <laughs> I'm now imagining somebody sitting at home watching the Blu-ray of The Matrix and getting to the scene where, um, Morpheus is like, you should never trust what anyone tells you, and then turning off the Blu-ray and being like, okay, <laughs> yeah. and done. Then smash your TV. You're right, yeah. Morpheus. <laughs> Um, I'll make a joke now about uh, if there's there's a deja vu, and then Trinity would be like, "Oh, that happens when a video game company hires a woman." That's the what? that's the all that's a placeholder for a joke you're gonna make in the future. <laughs> that's the alt right version of the Matrix that I wanted to invent right there. Okay. All right, <laughs> Jeff, if you want to just make a high pitched noise right here for when you want to come back from editing out what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Just like imagine your own jokes. <laughs> oh, uh, Morpheus is right. You really got to think for yourself. <laughs> then yesterday, I also had a fun day of adventures. Um, I went and wandered around the Lower East Side. I ate a little ball of fried risotto. Mm, was uh-huh. it a boudin ball? It was a, a souffle. I don't know. Oh. Uh, Did some... you steal this from a wedding reception? No, I, there was okay. a little. Trap Trapanzini, I think, is the name of the place, and they serve these like 
um, soft Italian breads stuffed with a uh, savory filling. And mm-hmm. you can also get the other thing they have is these little fried risotto balls. Mm-hmm. And the, the eponymous trapanzini was whatever. It was fine. The risotto ball is like one of the best foods I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life. It was incredible. Well, I know you, Jeff, your own personal tastes. You really like some fried carbs. And I agree with you wholeheartedly yeah. there. <laughs> I don't normally like risotto, though. Yeah, um, it, but it's, cheese. Yeah, it's a little gloopy and weird. Uh, what was good about this was it was pecorino romano and black pepper, and that was, like, the only flavoring in it. So it was very subtle. Mm-hmm. Ugh, no, that's delicious. Good. I like risotto uh, Then I went and saw the director's cut of Midsummer, and then I wandered around Manhattan looking for karaoke for a long time. Mm-hmm. So now you've seen Midsummer twice, yes? Yes. Um, I just rewatched Hereditary last week. Boy, that was may- maybe a mistake. Uh, but Midsummer, I was like, yeah, I really do want to see it again. <laughs> um, and it's still a lot of fun. That's uh, a horror movie like The Wicker Man or something, right? Yeah, I would say The Wicker Man is the closest that you could get as far as comparison. It's an extremely bizarre movie, but it is also about like a Scandinavian pagan cult. So okay, because yeah. I keep hearing I, I it, hear and then I don't chop wanna... someone's head off. Mm, bees, not quite. The bees. <laughs> uh, yeah. I keep hearing about this movie and then forgetting about it because I have no visuals or anything to put with it, and then I keep thinking like, is it about hippies? Then I remember it kind of is about hippies, but yeah, like a little murder, bit. murder hippies. Um, yeah, and and Hermia crushes someone's head with a hammer. Yeah, that could happen in a Shakespeare. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> if you blend the Shakespeare comedies with the Shakespeare tragedies, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Prove me yeah. wrong, science. <laughs> yeah, it's you sitting at that little table saying, <laughs> "Combine yeah. Shakespeare's tragedies and comedies makes whatever you said." Prove me wrong. <laughs> Makes every play into the purge. <laughs> Makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, anyway, that's um, that was my weekend. It was a lot of fun. I guess I also, while I was walking around, I listened to an audiobook a lot. I'm listening to Doctor Sleep in anticipation of uh-huh. uh, in anticipation of the movie adaptation. This is a sequel to The Shining. Um, oh, it too. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Are you gonna see that? Like I've never thing. seen any version of it. Is it? Should I? I liked the most recent one, uh, and I'm excited to go see the second one. Um, but a lot of I people like, who enjoyed the like, book did not like the movie. I like Jim Mackle. Um, James McAvoy. What's his name? Yep, that's the one. I, for some reason, I got stuck on Jim, and then I was like, nope. Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm his friends off. call him, like Bobby De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like James McAvoy, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, what's his face? The guy from SNL, Bill Hader. Yep, Jessica Chastain is in there. Huh? Yeah, they because the first one was so successful, they were able to cast a bunch of famos as the adults. I still get confused because to me, Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard look exactly the same, and yeah, I cannot tell them apart. Oh god! Now I have to check and make sure it's actually Jessica Chastain <laughs> in it too, and not Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't think it is. I don't usually make that mistake. Yeah. If, if it's a I horror mean, movie with Bryce Dallas Howard, it's probably one directed by M. Night Shyamalan, right? Oh, God. Yeah, it is Jessica Chastain in it, too. I was right. I mean, I will say, even in the first one, they got the blockbuster draw of Alexander Skarsgård. No, wrong! Bill, Bill, Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Bill? Yeah. 
The he's younger his brother. Ones, I should say one of the younger ones. There's like five of them. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good as Pennywise. I think that his performance is so bizarre. Could we do a movie where all of the Skarsgårds fight against all of the Helmsworths? You're adding a letter yeah, to Hemsworth you're adding there. An L to Hemsworth. Hemsworths, sorry. But apart from yeah. that, sure. There's that only, was the most important thing, yeah. part of the thing I there's said. There's only three Hemsworths, though. Is this important? Are there uh, only three? four, at least. Liam, Chris, and the third one, who's the in... One Westworld. Yeah, who's in Westworld, and who was fake Thor in Thor 3. Yeah. Um, uh, there's Luke Hemsworth. Three. Yeah. Uh, That's hold one. on. Chris, Liam. Are there more? I thought there was another the one. The three brothers. It's just the three brothers. Uh, but then I think maybe their dad is famous. I think I was thrown off by believing the fake thing from uh, the Good Place, where they make up an extra Hemsworth brother, which <laughs> I, I thought know. was real, but I guess it's not. Yeah, no. that's the good kind of fake, where it's just enough of stuff you don't know that you can be like, well, maybe. And he looks like them. I just assumed it really was that him. Mm, okay. How many Duplasses are there, and uh, Ron Livingston doesn't count? I don't know what you're talking about. Who? What? The Mark Duplass and Jay Duplass, and then no. uh, Ron Livingston looks like them. I don't know who those people are. Ron Livingston is the guy from Office Space. Yeah, I know who Ron, I know who Ron Livingston <laughs> is. I don't know who the Duplass You don't know are. Mark Duplass? No. Uh, he was in the movie Creep. He makes a lot of boring indie See movies that. that no one oh has God, ever seen. Oh my god, this is the most this. boring thing that ever happened on a podcast. <laughs> Whatever you guys are doing, I like tuned out for one second <laughs> to look up the name of the Hemsworth brother from The Good Place, and when yeah. I came back, I was like, this is unlistenable. Well, tell me who that brother is then, goddammit. Uh, his name is Larry Hemsworth, which I guess should have been a tip That's off. That's a pretty good joke. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. <sighs> anyway, that's, uh, that was my fun weekend. So, is it wiki time? Yes, it's wiki time. Okay, did I already paste the wiki into the chat? I didn't. So we got one called Heroes Wiki, which you might think is about the NBC show Heroes. <laughs> I would not think that. It's, it's, uh, I was hoping it was. It's, that would be good. I don't expect it, though. It's not. It is, uh, it is a fact, in fact, a um, spinoff of Villains Wiki, which is a popular compendium of villains throughout fiction. This one is instead a compendium of heroes throughout fiction. Boring. This is just... This is so unfocused as to be completely pointless. Yeah. I would like to see the uh, hours and hours of raging debate about which wiki Anakin Skywalker belongs in. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, man. So the background is incredibly bad CGI graphics of people flying towards the camera. You've got, I guess they're... It's all Marvel, guys. By an ad. Yeah, I, but they I, look fakey. I really like this... Uh, Black Bolt, who has, I guess they're like little wings in his armpits. Yeah, he usually has those. This is not. I don't know that I've ever. I mean, I don't care about the. Uh, in, what are they? Inhumans? Is yeah, that what they're called? The I don't care about the Inhumans at all. So I, I've never really seen him deploying these wings, but they're so dumb. They couldn't possibly do anything good. <laughs> I like. They remind me of Spider Man's little armpit wings he has sometimes. But his, at least, well, the ones where they're just in his armpits, like, that cannot do anything. When he's anything like a sugar good. glider? Yeah, they don't do anything. Sometimes he has ones that go from his, like, wrists to his ankles. That at least has the surface area to maybe give him some gliding power. This is nothing. 
What we're seeing here has no purpose. Well, he mm-hmm. can just fly. He doesn't need those wings. They're well, just then decoration. Why the fuck does he have armpit wings? Because he's a king, and that's the decoration in their culture. That is so stupid. He looks like Everything one of those acid spitting dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Wait, all right, enough about this. You said it was it. stupid, but then you said it was really cool by comparing <laughs> it to a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, about this wiki. The Heroes Wiki is an offshoot of the Villains Wiki and is designed to be a comprehensive database of heroes from all media, ranging from cartoon shows of old to epic dramas, movies, and video games. No books, though. are an ancient tradition spanning across almost all cultures and capturing the imaginations of young and old. This wiki seeks to pay homage to those childhood fantasies as well as characters who continue to inspire us well into our adult life. Why did they say almost all cultures? Are there any cultures with no heroes? (laughs) The thing is, how do you define a hero in this context? Because, like, there's lots of... (laughs) Like, they are clearly trying to do this in a sort of a black-and-white villains and heroes yeah, way. Yeah, they but are. I would say most characters from literature don't easily fall into any of those categories. Um, yeah, and then you look at certain traditions, like um, uh, some of the stories, I want to say Norse stories, where the hero will use trickery in a way that a lot of modern moral definitions of a hero, like, you wouldn't allow that. They wouldn't fall under the same category of hero. Yeah. It's all very complicated. And also, there's a big picture of Scooby-Doo on this page. Yeah, yeah the, the say- featured page right now is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Who is an anti-hero at best. Uh, <laughs> well, unfortunately, if you look at the pole of justice on the yeah. side, which type of hero do you think is the best? Anti-hero is winning with half the vote above superhero, tragic hero, and Which makes me think these the people above. don't know what an anti-hero is. Well, yeah. no, everybody just really likes Wolverine. Everybody loves Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid uh, that's the kind of shallow thing where you're like, Superman's the most boring because he's just good. But if you handle it right, if you tell the right story, yes. there's nothing there's nothing more inherently boring than that, of that. Jeff and I have for years been lobbying ineffectually to be able to write a Superman movie where uh-huh. uh, it's good because he is trying, he's just constantly trying not to kill everyone around him accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was why Man of Steel was bad, is because they're shooting laser blasts in cities, and he's dodging them and not really looking for, like, survivors. (laughs) Very weird. Um, I voted for Tragic Hero, objectively the best of these three styles, four styles of hero. I guess so. Would you consider- The four styles are anti-hero, superhero, tragic hero, and antagonist hero. I don't I yeah. don't really know what antagonist hero means. I don't know what they think it means. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're defining terms. Maybe, like, when the protagonist is a bad guy, so the hero is, the like, antagonist is, is a hero. Mm, mm. Like in Despicable Me? Yeah. Or, uh... I've never seen it. Mega, Megamind? I, or, um... Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that Edward one. Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. We've talked about it so many times. Uh, Oh, yeah. Edward is a villain? Um, yes. Avengers Infinity War? I didn't have a strong opinion, but in this debate club, I'm going to choose a side that, yes, he's a villain. I'm confused. (laughs) Can you explain in what way he's a villain? He gave everyone real bad haircuts. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, they like them, though. (laughs) They're bad, but they're also bad. He's a Frankenstein Ah, made of scissors, and as if ah, you'll look at the text... Is it more is it more good to give somebody something they like or something that is objectively good? This is beyond <sighs> the scope of this debate, I think. No, that's true. 
I say that to sound smart when I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's not terribly helpful. Um, I, um, I'm so curious what they mean by antagonist hero that I want to, like, search in the wiki. Hero yeah. information. Let's see. Yeah, Big, that should be the main thing Isn't that thing the, the whole wiki? thing? That's yeah. every page is hero Big good is a category under no, here, thanks. I guess, in opposition to big bad. Ugh, that's, I mean, that's usually such stupid uh, movie lingo to describe talk, anything. Talking about the TV show heroes, though, I did like the way that in the first season, towards the end of the first season, Peter Petrelli basically became the big good, mm-hmm. where all of the heroes, whenever they were in trouble, were like, we'll be fine once Peter gets here. And then a lot of the show was tension about him trying to save everyone all the time. Yes, and spoiler alert for that show, how you think uh, Horn Rim Glasses is the bad guy, and then he kind of is, but then he kind of isn't also. Is that what an antagonist hero is? One that you think is the bad guy? Maybe. Sure. Um, I was looking at the top hero page, um because I was curious. I, I like yeah. top content most visited. It is one, two, three, four characters from My Hero Academia, one My Little Pony, one JoJo, and someone from, I think, a Vampire Diaries spinoff. Bullshit. Oh, I like the, the uh, your cursor turns into a little Superman. Yeah, I yeah. like that. It's it's very good. Is My Hero Academia the one that you say is good, Jeff? Uh, it is good. There's like maybe one moment per volume of weird fan service anime stuff that you have to ignore, but otherwise it is extremely good. You said that there was one that was like the only one, the only anime on Netflix worth watching. Was that this or was that something else? Um, I haven't watched it at all. I've only been reading it, but people do extremely like it. I think it might be on Hulu. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. Yeah, I don't, look, no, I don't care. I'm trying to figure out what the one you recommended to me was. <laughs> um, maybe Madoka Magica. That's really good and on Netflix. Oh, what, I thought it was, like, Little Witch Academia. Little Witch Academia is on Netflix, and oh that's really God. good and not for perverts. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I'm getting some mixed signals here. It <laughs> sounds like I'll be a pervert if I watch this. No, it's not for perverts, because, like, you might think, because of the studio that made it and the fact that it's about an all-girls school of witches, that it would be for perverts, but it's not. <laughs> Hmm, I don't trust it. There's no, like, upskirt shots or anything. It's, I'm very glad, because I I'm hate just watching... I'm this as a challenge, Jeff. No, I hate... I'm going to be aroused by this show. Ugh, gross. gross. I hate watching cartoons for perverts. I just want to watch a normal one. Mm-hmm. All cartoons are cartoons for perverts. Prove me wrong! Oh, um, no. <laughs> okay. I won't. Uh... Um, so... This wiki sucks. It's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's so vague in its scope. Yeah. You're right. It really is just a reaction to the villain's wiki. And even that, I mean, that's kind of iffy, being like, oh, the bad guy of every story. But that, I feel like, is more well-defined than the hero of every story. Especially because the villain's wiki kind of exists as a as a reaction to the fact that heroes are the ones that people actually care about in the stories. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a reaction to a reaction. Yeah. And I to be just like, don't. no one's telling the true story of Thor or Superman. Like yeah. they are, though. <laughs> it's yeah. in, in the reason the reason we need a villain's wiki is because the stories are always about the heroes, yeah. so we don't need a hero's wiki. Yeah, you don't always get an origin story for a villain, and it's useful for that. I think a lot of um, 
I think a, a lot of villains are, like, a lot of media is defined by its villain. Like, everything in horror is always about the villain. You almost never care about the hero because they're specifically, like, a disempowered individual. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is definitely part of it. There's a lot of horror things in there. But, like, superheroes, each each individual superhero requires multiple villains. So there's also way more villains than there are heroes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think that that's different from monster movies than horror movies, Jeff, in terms of caring about the hero? Because I'm thinking about, like, you know, Ripley from Alien, and she's the only character we care about because the monster is so un... Relatable? Undefined? Ill-defined? Right, but the... Yeah, I guess. We do care about her, but she's just sort of an empty vessel in which to put our uh, stakes, like, our Mm. connection... She's extremely good at basketball in that fourth one. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Um, uh, well, she, helps, have I, she helps the monsters come back to defeat. Have I enticed you to watch it by telling you that there's a basketball scene in it? That makes me want to watch it way more, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's actually, I mean, like, if you don't mind the fact that it's definitely going to be stupid, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. It's got her f- playing basketball against Winona Ryder and that Cragface guy who plays Hellboy. Nice. Ron Perlman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I really like, um, I really like the evil robot from the first Alien. I think that he's, he, he probably belongs on the villain's wiki more than the xenomorph itself. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, I'm, there's just like a full alphabetical list of big good, like that's a category. I like how the slideshow at the top of this page is showing a bunch of different heroes. It's got Luke Skywalker, Superman, uh, a bunch of oh, all the X-Men, and then a very poorly done hand drawing of the Greek gods. You know that picture, too. That's from the uh, Dallaire's Greek Myths uh, illustrated book. Oh, yes. I thought it looked familiar. It's terrible, though. Sure. Yeah, this is a page for the Elder Gods, a.k.a. the Children of Cronus. Which is interesting. Calling the Elder Gods is fishy. Yeah, yes. They are, the Elder Gods is a very weird way to refer to them. And I like that yeah. they put the Greek name, uh, Gerontes Theoi as it, but not where that's from. I've yeah. never heard them referred to as that either. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they, in, in what way are they being differ- differentiated from other gods? They're the only gods in Greek. I feel like they're <laughs> fleshing out this page by being like, no, we care about things other than uh, comic books. <laughs> they <laughs> don't know. I feel like this is them trying to categorize the heroes of Greek mythology in the same way they categorize the heroes of comic books, and it doesn't work and is stupid. <laughs> okay, true. Um, the... The, I guess the idea is it's not including your your Heracleses and whatnot, like any of the children of Zeus. Why not? Uh, because it's only the ones that spawned from Cronus. Oh, okay. But Heracles wasn't a god; he was a demigod. Like they had their, they already had their own thing. Aphrodite own is that another one of them? Yeah, I guess Aphrodite's kind of iffy, right? She just appeared one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's her story. <laughs> she's a god, and she's, like, yeah. definitely spawned from one of these six main guys. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, it's very depressing when you look at the mythological heroes. The top, the top trending ones are Saber, which is a character from, I think, yeah, Fate Stay Night, which is an anime <sighs> video game. Thor Odinson Marvel Cinematic Universe version. Mm. Kratos, 
Percy ah. Jackson, ah. Loki, Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is bullshit. Uh, Sun Wukong is here from Journey to the West and not Goku. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. pretty good. <laughs> and Freya from Mythology. Sure, sure. Yeah, great. How I'm, is I'm the sure everybody loves Freya when we don't know anything about her because they burned all those uh, records and we only have the Elder Edda and the Younger Edda. How is it that the top trending page in mythology is a character from the, what is it, like, 2001 video game Fate Stay Night? Oh, Fate, uh, fate is still, like, a, a current thing. Yes, I know. And I'm saying this is not mythological in any way. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, I think because the, that series is, like, vaguely tied into Arthurian legend. Yes, and Boring. apparently Saber is another name for King Arthur in this stupid, terrible uh, video game, or maybe TV series? Both. It's a Got series, it. it's an anime series and, like, a series of video games. Why the fuck would you name rename King Arthur, one of the best-named characters in all of storytelling, <laughs> uh, to Saber? Arthur is not a good name. <laughs> if you're really gonna look at it objectively, it's a bad uh, one. King Arthur is an extremely good and recognizable name. Um, yeah, because of the king. If I, if I, if you're saying look at the name and you're choosing the name Arthur, I'm gonna say choose a okay, different name. No, if we're stripping the king away, then you have to refer to him as Arthur Pendragon, which is also a fucking yeah. radical name. Yeah, Pendragon's very good. I'm saying yes. Arthur is not very good. You <laughs> know what's not good under any metric? Saber. Yes. Yeah, it's weird because they list her full name and it's Arturia Pendragon dragon, which is, you know, if you gotta improve on Arthur, Arturia is not a bad way to go for it. No, I don't like the consonant vowel lineup there. Yeah, and I also really think that it's incredibly stupid, the idea that King Arthur magically transformed into a woman, or has a daughter, and named them Arturia. Like, you could name her anything. You don't have to make it the same name, but the girl version. I think it's a reimagining. I have of no idea what... I've tried to watch one episode of this show because it was, <laughs> like, written by someone who wrote an anime I liked, and I had no idea what was happening in it. That's fine. Everything's fine. I ate a sandwich right before we started, so I don't... <laughs> You're getting a little <laughs> I think I want to get into too much. <laughs> All right, let's random page it. Okay. Yay, I got... French Miraculous Superhero Team. You guys heard of this? Because I only know it through some people that I like their cosplay. They cosplay these characters, and I'm going to give you a link. Oh, you gotta give us that link. There we go. Yeah, I, calm down for a second. Yes. I'm familiar with this. Um, oh, yes. I Now that I've seen yeah, it, I'm seeing it. Ladybug yes. and Cat Noir. They're, uh, yes. I think they have a Netflix show. Uh, I think you're right, yes. Is uh, it a French show? Yeah. Is the French yes. here part of their name, or is it they are French because you see them like around the Eiffel Tower and stuff. It's, ma- it's a it's a one of those weird French animes. What? Yeah, there's that a whole thing. A category. Uh, so let me give you a little bit about it. Is this like Lupin the Third? No, like of, totally spies. A superhero team of miraculous holders. That's capitalized. Don't know what it means in Paris, France. Their current purpose is to defeat Hawk Moth's akumatized villains. Don't know what that means either. Prevented from taking the Ladybug Miraculous and the Camera. Miraculous. That's uh, The current members are Ladybug, Cat Noir, Rena Rouge, Queen Bee, and Carapace. I'm going to guess that uh, akumatized means turned into a demon, because akuma is the Japanese word for demon. Don't like that. Are there any actual supervillains, or villains at all, that are bug-themed? Because it seems like every time that somebody does a parody of superheroes, the villain is bug-themed. But I'm trying to think of any bug-themed actual villains. Mm, Scorpion? 
Oh, that's a good one. Well, he's an arachnid, but fine. I mm, think that there's Oogie a Oogie Boogie, does he count? Who? Who? Oogie Boogie? Yeah. He counts. <laughs> he's God. filled with bugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys, remember? <laughs> remember uh, how much we s- talked about Tim Burton last time? Cell from Dragon Ball Z, he's bug-themed. Uh, well, I guess he's a giant cicada at the beginning. Yeah. He really mm. seems to be more of a dinosaur to me, but I trust you that he's supposed to be a bug. I mean, he looks like a bug in his original form, for sure. Yeah, he, okay. looks, he looks like he has beetle wings. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess there's not that many bug-themed villains, now that I'm thinking about it. There's also a lot of bug-themed heroes in this one, because there's Ladybug and Queen Bee, and Carapace, which I assume is bug-themed. Yeah, I looked on that person, and they're wearing, like, a union suit. It's Turtle. says Turtle in the thing. Okay, but, like, you can't tell what that's supposed to be. It's just a guy wearing a skin-tight suit. So is this very badly translated from French? Yeah, I guess so. Is it? Because, like, holding the- this says, he is Ladybug- or, sorry, uh, buh buh he is the holder of the cat miraculous. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even yeah, what does that mean? It's a thing, though, right? We don't know what it but means, but it is a thing. You can't use an adjective word to be the name of a of a thing. You can't be like, "Look, this is my miraculous." You could say, "This is my miracle." It's pretty good. <laughs> I, I do kind of like it. Uh, Jeff's been uh, taken over by the other side now. <laughs> They've won him over. Yeah, Jeff is the <laughs> Jeff is the holder of the gullible miraculous. Uh, I so really this is like, like having the ring of like if you're on a Captain Planet's team and you got the ring of heart and you have the power <laughs> of heart. This is what a miraculous is. Like this guy's got a turtle power. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. I, guess. Okay. I like the pun of Cat Noir. We all know that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were the only ones with turtle power. It's in their theme song. Sorry, go on, Jeff. I said I like the pun of Cat Noir. How is that a pun? Because uh, the French term for black cat is Chat Noir. Which is just Cat Noir in French? Yeah. So, it's not really, it's not a, really pun, a pun. It's just, <laughs> it's just another... It just so happens that the word for cat in French and English are very similar. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So okay. I want to I want to parse this trivia word or the, this trivia uh, section here where it says the team is similar to Teen Titans, Cat Noir <laughs> and Robin, okay. Ladybug and Starfire, Rena Rouge and Beast Boy, Queen Bean, which is just weird typo, <laughs> yeah. a typo, but and Raven and Carapace and Cyborg. It doesn't say in what way these characters are similar. They just list the names of two characters. Yeah. It seems like it was written by a young teenager where you think that your experiences are everyone's experiences, so they're like, I need to help people understand this by relating it to Teen Titans, which everyone's going to know much better. Yes. No, so, incorrect. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think that Ladybug is anything like um, Starfire, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Like, she's not an alien, and she doesn't speak, like, broken English. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, does Queen Bean have some kind of, like, <laughs> demon powers? Because it seems like she has bee powers. Yeah, they're all animal-themed, so I don't know why this one is Beast Boy specifically, the one that they picked. Yeah. Nothing makes Queen Bean sense. is a way better name for a superhero, by the way. I'm just going to keep calling her Queen Bean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also got a random page, and I pasted it in already, and it's called uh, Red Robin. Yum. Oh, burgers. Yum. Yay. Those are good burgers. People um, are shitting on them as a bad fast food chain, and I don't understand it because I they are their burgers. They are definitely in the median space between fast food and chain. Like, yes. 
Applebee's type place. Agreed. Their fries are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I remember they one time I went. Sorry, Jeff. I no, know you fine. really want to talk yeah, about burgers. Robin from Batman, yeah, but I, I really need to do. get this off my chest. I went to Red Robin once, and these motherfuckers tried to serve me a hamburger where the bun was uncooked ramen noodles. <laughs> you can't do this, Red Robin. <laughs> you can't do it. People want that. I bet people are monsters. Everyone loved it, and I was like, "What is this? You cannot do this." It's really weird to me that some people just crunch, they just munch on those uncooked ramen noodles. Yeah. Ugh, well, we like- say uncooked, but they are fried. They are right. pre-fried. Right, but you're all you're supposed to make them not dried out crunchy garbage. How are yeah, your gums? Yeah. How are they doing? Because they can't be good. Uh, yeah, but I also eat tortilla chips, and those are like fuck up my mouth, so. Yeah, but at least tortilla chips are one layer. I feel like <laughs> ramen noodles, eating a brick of ramen noodles, like when you bite when you bite through that brick. Your teeth meet, and, and the noodles are lodged in your gums at that point. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that's fair. I haven't really crunched down on any ramen noodles. So I haven't yet. either, but I'm just imagining it seems horrifying. So tell us about this fucking robin. How many robins are there? Uh, this is the third robin. Well, the current holder of the red robin mantle is Tim Drake. The one with the robin miraculous. Yeah, he has the robin miraculous. <laughs> Uh, he, he was formerly the third Robin. Um, he's the second one in the cartoon show. Um, commonly like a red and gold costume with black mm-hmm. and no green on it. Um, sure. He has been Red Robin for, I guess, close to ten years because they wanted to differentiate him from other Robins, uh, especially Damien, who is the current Robin, who's Batman's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gone through a bunch of different costumes, but I think currently just wears, like, the classic traditional Robin costume, but with two R's instead of one on the little chest emblem. Weird. Uh, so if, he, if he's beating you up, you're not quite sure which Robin is beating you up. No. Yeah, you're like, is this a ten-year-old boy? I can't be sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, the name and the initial design come from an alternate future comic called Kingdom Come, where a different character took on the alias Red Robin. Hmm. Uh, but he he becomes friends with Batwoman, right? They are like a team up for a while. There's a series that actually ran for a little while in Detective Comics since Rebirth, and I think it's really good. Where um, Tim Drake forms a team of all the like ancillary Batman characters, including Batwoman, and they are they like do crime stopping, and Clayface is one of them, which is weird. <laughs> <Okay>. Wait, <sorry. laughs> wait, yeah. is he an? Is he an antagonist hero? Uh, I guess so a little bit, because he's like, he, you know, he's one of those tragic Batman villains where his, um, like, disability that gives him superpowers also makes him go crazy. Um, oh, does he pretend to be a, one of the villains? Is he like, does he reshape his body to look like a, another Robin? And everyone's like, I thought there were only four. Which and one do like, I no, shoot? The fifth one. Uh, I am looking at the pictures of Robin yeah. here. There's a lot of different costumes. Yeah, um, I'm seeing, uh, you're right, red and gold seems to be the main theme, but right near the top I'm seeing from the Arkham series, uh, it's a a weird airbrushed picture, like people will sell you on the streets of (laughs) New York, where it's like a picture of Robert De Niro, and it's kind of shitty. Oh yeah, this is from the video game. Yeah, this guy is clearly meant to be the Chris O'Donnell uh, (laughs) 
Robin a with like the, his real short buzzed hair, but it, he's platinum blonde instead, and it's very weird to me. Why choose this? What a weird look. Yeah, those video games were seemingly, it's like they were trying to evoke a movie series that doesn't exist. Um, much like what? that Avengers game that's coming out next year, where yeah, everyone yeah. just looks like a stunt double of the actors from the movies. <laughs> yes. What's even weirder is that almost this exact look and costume is, is the look for the character Robin in the Injustice video game series, where mm-hmm. it's, it is Damien. It's it's not Red Robin, it's Robin, and it's Damien Wayne. Mm-hmm. But he looks almost exactly like this. He's got the same costume, he's got the buzz hair and the hoodie cloak or whatever. Yeah, they they um, recycle a lot of Robin costumes across different Robins. Why do they think this looks cool? Because it does not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks dumb. Well, I think if we know anything from looking at uh, fashions that they will put in comic books, nobody who draws or writes comic books has any idea about what anyone in the real world is wearing. Yes. There are a couple artists who do pretty good costume designs, but then they're almost never the artists who are then drawing the series that that costume appears in. So you'll get, like, one artist designs the new costume for Carol Danvers when she becomes Captain Marvel, and then he never draws a single issue of that series. <laughs> so even though he designed it and draws it the best and, like, does the covers, he never does the series, and the other people aren't as good at drawing the costume because they didn't design it. Uh, how come none of the other Robins ever started their own, like, Teen Titans? Damien does. Does he? Yeah. Is it all, like, like shithead anti-heroes? Is the Punisher in there? <laughs> yeah, it's the Punisher, Deadpool, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would watch this series, actually. Uh, he's, he's very much like, hey, uh, you have to be in the Teen Titans because I'm being rude to you. Uh, and that's how uh-huh. Batman recruits his superheroes, and I'm trying to be like Batman, but I'm 13. So, And everyone's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not going to do that. Seems like a short comic book series, then. Yeah. Well, they eventually, you know, have to do it. Because he has so much money, because he's one of the Waynes. Yeah. They always rise to the top, right? The the dungeon master of the comic book finds a reason for the party to form. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They initially try to have them all meet in a tavern, but too many of the characters were like, uh, no, my character doesn't drink, so he wouldn't go in a tavern. (laughs) One of the pictures on this page is a woman dressed as Huntress, I think, um, kissing Red Robin passionately. That's spoiler. It's spoiler? Okay, fine. Um, she looks, I mean, she's basically wearing the same outfit Huntress does, but, um, I guess, is there a more unfuckable superhero costume than Red Robin? Because I can't think of one. (laughs) Now, you say it's Red Robin, and I believe you, because why would it be on this page otherwise? But he does have green on his fucking costume, so he's exactly the same as the other Robin. I said- Except look at the logo, it's got two R's. I can't even see that there are two R's. I said that the, uh, his current look was like a traditional Robin costume, but with two R's on it. Why? Why would they do that, then? I don't know. Well, there's no one else who wears that style costume currently, it's just him. Uh, the other Robin, mm-hmm. you can see in the pic- in one of the other, the bottom picture on the page, you see the current Robin's look. He's got, like, a, a hooded cloak and only red and gold. Mm, I don't like it. All right. Okay, we gotta get off this. Uh, so I got a random page, which definitely does not belong on this uh, wiki, which is 
Number nine man from Futurama. <laughs> oh my god, from that Jesus. Cult? Yep. <laughs> this number nine background man is a Easter egg from that the they t- made a movie about. <laughs> number nine man is a character from the TV series Futurama. He was originally a cameo character appearing in the first and second seasons of Futurama. He was merely used as an Easter egg in crowd scenes and was slowly forgotten, having not appeared in the third and fourth seasons. However, he reappeared in the movie Bender's Big Score and Into the Wild Green Yonder and in the sixth and seventh seasons. He is the leader of the Legion of Mad Fellows, and apparently a hobo. He is voiced by David Herman. End of article! It's the whole page. How is this guy a hero? Yeah. I'm trying to remember anything he did I, that was heroic. I did not he watch teaches, Into the Wild Green Yonder. He teaches Fry to use his psychic powers to find and kill oh, okay, yeah. the galactic leech or something. Jesus. True. Why do I remember so much about the plot of <laughs> one of the Futurama movies? <laughs> I like his tinfoil hat, though. I do like that a lot. I mean, it's fine. It's a funny character. I The idea that someone was like, this character is a hero, enough of a hero to deserve a page on this wiki, is crazy to me. Yeah. I like that at the top, it tells you what categories he's cross-referenced to. Yeah, one of them is just, elderly. I was just looking at elderly. I gotta <laughs> click on it. Yeah. There's some wild uh, choices on trending pages for elderly. Comedy yeah. heroes I'm gonna click on. Wow, so, Aang, huh? <laughs> Aang from Last Airbender. He Aang. is 110 years old. Yes. That's fucking cheating if you're going to do that. If you're going to have Save a category Captain elderly, America. Yeah, exactly. Well, like Alistair Moody? Yeah, okay. I think that fits exactly what you're trying to say. Someone who's a hero in a story, but they are also old. The rest yeah, the, of these don't apply. The fact that the top eight of these, uh, five of them are teenagers, clearly. Yep. One of them is Captain America, and one of them is a fucking eagle. <laughs> Not just any eagle. An eagle, I believe, this is the eagle from the uh, Angry Birds game. <laughs> I'm looking and at... I guess movie? I'm, I'm looking at sitcom heroes, and two of them are objectively the villains of their series. Eric, okay, Eric Cartman and Stewie Griffin. Uh, yes. Sure. Why are they on the top eight? Why is why is the Japanese sushi chef from The Simpsons a hero for the Heroes Wiki? Oh my god. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> How is this Okay, the thing that's baffling about this is that we've just discovered that the sushi chef and the number 9 man are both have pages on this wiki. Yeah. This wiki is only 28,000 pages. Oh god, why is Barbara Bush from The Simpsons on like that's oh, a fuck. real person and also a villain in real life. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, mean, a nice point. I guess loosely you could say she was a hero on The Simpsons, the character of Barbara Bush because she wanted everyone to be friends. I guess. Yeah. She's at best a like neutral party and married to the antagonist. Yeah, this is very irritating. Who do you think is the most mainstream hero that doesn't have a page on this wiki? Because they've got to have a lot. If only 28,000 pages and they're listing every character from The Simpsons... I'm going to look somebody up. Can you search just this page? Yeah, you can. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is on here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why? What? (laughs) Uh, He's a villain in real life. Yeah, the character is a hero. In real (laughs) life, though... (laughs) The man is a villain. Yep. Oh, damn. I looked up Guybrush Threepwood, but he has a long page, so... Of course. Um, you what say, of course. Name? I feel like this page is mostly written by people who uh, were years away from being born when Guybrush Threepwood was on the scene. What is the name of Laura Dern's character from Jurassic Park? <laughs> oh, God. Doctor! 
Doctor. Right, I figure this out. I mean, I get there. Doctor. I mean, I'll take any of the characters from Jurassic Park. Ian Malcolm. Sure. Doctor Ellie Sattler. Hmm. There you go. Memorable name. Wow, Ian Malcolm does have a page on the Heroes Wiki. <laughs> I think that this might be a... Co- yeah, Ellie Sattler does too. This might be a comprehensive list of heroes in fiction. Fuck! There's only 28,000 heroes in all of, of fiction? Oh, God. Oh, Christ. So, the book A Hero with a Thousand Faces, there, it turns out there's exactly 28,000 faces, in fact, and no more. Yeah. Apparently. The Hero with 28,366 faces. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, no. I'm going to see if Tom Hanks has a page on this. <laughs> Tom Hanks The Simpsons definitely will. No. Oh, well, I searched Woody Tim from Hanks. Toy- Woody from Toy Story and the conductor from Polar Express do have pages, though. No Tom Hanks, though? Hmm. Well, Makes he's sense. not a fictional character, so I'll give him that. Well, Barbara Bush is on here, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who isn't? My favorite X-Man, Quentin Quire, is not on here. Mm. But he's not really a hero. But Magneto is on here. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's how we know that he's a hero. It turns out he was a hero all along. Wario is on here! What?! <laughs> <laughs> He's the hero of uh, Super Mario Land 2. Vegeta? Wario? Donkey Kong? Oh, no! Oh, boy. I'm a little bit upset by something I found. <laughs> What? I have put in Van Helsing, and my choices uh-huh. were Van Helsing from a specific movie that wasn't the famous movie, and then the other choice was Gabriel Van Helsing, so I clicked on that. Gabriel Van Helsing is a monster hunter and main protagonist of the 2000 horror film Van Helsing. I don't think there's any mention anywhere of the book about Dracula. This is upsetting. Well, we, when you read the homepage, it said it was heroes from movies, video games, <laughs> anime, but it did not yeah, say it didn't books. didn't say books. I guess that's true. I searched Van Helsing, uh, and the first result was Van Helsing, and then in parentheses, Dracula dead and loving it. Yes, that's what I was thinking of, but I couldn't get back to it. I'm like, no, keep going. <laughs> that's insane. I was, trying, I was trying to find Bonk from Bonk's Adventures, yep. and that is not on here, but Bonkers wow. D. Bobcat is on here. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster from the movie Van Helsing is on here. See, this is bullshit. How can Van Helsing not be on here? Abraham Van Helsing from Bram Stoker's Dracula is on here. Why doesn't it come up when you search for Van Helsing? That's bad. It did for me. Did you spell Van Helsing wrong? No. I would have known because nothing else would have come up. It's the fifth result. Wow, Manny Calavera has a page on this. Yes, I should hope so. This is a good page. This is a good wiki, actually. Yeah, let's just look at LucasArts things for a while. <laughs> uh, Thanos does not, which makes sense, but he is the yeah. protagonist of Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> you only say that because he punches a billionaire. No, he has... Well, yes, that's true. He has <laughs> He has the most screen time, and he's the character who has a motivation... Uh, takes actions to achieve his goal, and then ultimately uh, succeeds despite trying to be thwarted. Yeah, but also he punches a billionaire very hard and makes him cry. That's true. Which is the real mark of any hero. I just have to get back to Manny Calamara for a second, because I love that he has occupations listed. His category (laughs) is do-gooder, and that's fair. But his occupations are travel agent, cleaner, nightclub manager, sea captain, and revolutionary. (laughs) And that is all very good and sums up the series very well. Yeah, you don't even need to play the game now. (laughs) Hobbies, drinking, smoking, flirting, conversing. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, also very good. 
Uh, I looked up to see if Bill Gates is on here. He's not. Oh, good. But Pecos Bill is. Oh. What about the horse? What horse? Pecos Bill's horse. Pecos Bill's horse. What's it called? I don't remember. Well, then. Surely uh, it should be under Pecos Bill's info. uh, Oh, I'm, I'm past it now. Ichabod Crane has a page. Well, okay. Oh, no, it's from the TV series Sleepy Hollow, though. I didn't know Peter Cushing played uh, Abraham Van Helsing. It's fun. Yes. Oh, He's not really right, the physical type described in the book, yeah. I think we need to stop doing this. <laughs> Agreed. Podcast, you guys. Uh, I should watch uh, Okay. What? I, I was going to say, I should start watching old horror movies with Peter Cushing in them. Okay, just for the listener who's losing their mind, Pecos Bill's horse was named Widowmaker. Thank you. Whoa, that's oh, a yeah. badass name for a horse. <laughs> yeah, is. it is. <laughs> oh, I would love if somebody did a version of Pecos Bill nowadays that was like... Um, Inspector Gadget, where the horse is the real hero, and is, like, arranging things so that the Pecos Bill succeeds despite being a moron. So, like, a, a Green Hornet or a, uh, Lone mm-hmm. Ranger? Was Lone Ranger that or way, Inspector too? Inspector Gadget! I started with a metaphor! Okay, well. <laughs> Inspector Clouseau, I want to say one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a sidekick that makes him look good? Yeah! He, that one who always uh, attacks him uh, when he's relaxing at night Kato? so he can stay sharp. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Alright, I hope you guys liked this show. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show. That's the best way we can grow. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. I swear one of these days I'm going to check that mailbox. Uh, (laughs) And if you want to tweet at us, you can find us on Twitter, uh, at HackTheNetPod. If you want to find me, I'm on Mastodon, at MattHeron, at Mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon, mastodon.cloud slash at JK. Um, you can follow me on Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK. Um, you can go to weaponizedlanguage.com to listen to every episode of this show. Uh, Creepy Pods, this should be wrapping up by the time this airs. I think I have two episodes left to put up. Uh, yeah, it'll be ending, looks like, the, the day after, uh, or two days after this one, this one goes to air. So, uh, go back and listen to all 200 of those, uh, and, uh, message any of us to join the Discord. Okay, you can find me on Mastodon, Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Talk to me about things. Inspector Clouseau's sidekick was Kato, that is correct. I said Kato! I know! I, said it. I, I know, I'm confirming. Wait. <laughs> Let's all take a step back. That was also the Green Hornet sidekick. Wasn't that oh. Kano? No, that was Kato. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Was that a reference? Was one a reference to the other? I don't know. I have no idea. I know that the premise of the Green Hornet is the Green Hornet himself sucks and Kato does all the hard work. Yes. So, maybe. Okay. So anyway. (laughs) Pretty good, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, I guess, for that. Um, And thanks everyone for listening. Please come back next time. But in the meantime, please don't forget to be spiritual or cruel. Delete your account. Mm, Get ready for jazz.